Hey, Side Business Pros, I'm happy to announce that today you can go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com and you can register for some of our more relevant topics that we are covering right now in webinar format. That's right. So if you go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now, you can register for our webinar of the four mistakes high achieving employees make when building a side business. That's right. I want to cover the stuff that I wish somebody would have told me. You can go there right now. Go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. Register for the actual webinar. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to cover all four and show you how to avoid them. But more importantly, some things you can do on the back end. So go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. Let's get back to the show. Hey, my name is Chris Williams, and you are now listening to the Grow Your Side Business podcast. I help ambitious employees grow a profitable side business. If you haven't had an opportunity yet, go check out growyoursidebusiness.com where we've got all the content, the tips, the strategies, and more. You're in the right place at the right time, and we're here to help you grow a serious profitable side business. Let's listen to today's episode. What would you say was the thing about seeing and experiencing that process as a kid that you hated that now you have an appreciation for what, what, what was that? So I, all right. So I, I appreciate it to an extent. I still kind of still hate it, but <laughs> um, when I, when I played sports growing up and there, there's just all the time I would look over to the stands and my dad would still be there, but my mom would have had to have gotten up, gotten on the phone and stepped out to negotiate mm. a deal. And it used to drive me nuts. I mean, cause you know, it's like you're a kid, you always want to be able to look over the stands and see your parents, you know, um, as an adult where I do appreciate it is that my mom was not going to, she was not going to be in a position to not be able to provide for us. Like she was, she was going to always make sure that we had what we needed to have. So like as a parent, having a couple young kids, like I appreciate the hell out of that. At the same time, there are some things in my business that I, I'm looking to build a certain way so that I can always be in the stands, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So so let's talk about the I want to I want to I want to kind of fast forward in this journey, because I would imagine that being the kid and having to experience it. Did you ever feel like. I'm never doing that. And did you kind of shy away from real estate as you got older? What was that, you know, when you finally were on your own two feet and 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 kind of, you know, being your own man, what what was that journey like? And then talk to us about like the day you decided to do a deal. I wanna I wanna hear like this first Bob Tompkins deal. Like I'm really curious about that one. Yeah, so um all right, so that's a lot. So when I was, um, I, so I went to college. I went to college to be a preacher, believe it or not. So I went, I went to school ah. to be a pastor. Yeah. And um, went to school for uh, right at three years, uh, got a job in the field as a youth pastor in a church, uh, made some dumb decisions, thing that, things didn't really work out, realized it's like the ministry is probably not where I need to be. So I flipped on the other side of things and became a bartender. And uh, I was a bartender for right at two and a half, three years. Um, and in all of this, you know, it's when you talk about like 
going out on your own, being an adult, like once I was on my own two feet, why did I you know, go to real estate? I think the biggest reason I went to real estate was because I couldn't find my footing. Like I, I got out of the house. I had been on my own, like at college, out in the real world, working for, you know, four or five years total. And I started to realize like, I didn't like, I, I didn't know what to do. I was having a hard time. I'd got myself in a lot of debt. And I just kept looking at my mom and no offense to my mom, because my mom's an amazing woman. But I looked and I was like, man, if she can do it, like if she can do that again, like it was, she didn't go to college, you know, uh, and she grinds, but I'm like, I also, I watch her sit on the couch and watch a lot of TV shows. And I'm like, I, you know, if she can do that with her work ethic and her level of education, I'm like, I know I can do it. So it was actually funny enough. It was for my 23rd birthday. Uh, I called my parents and I was like, Hey, you know, I don't want any, I don't want anything for my birthday. Cause normally they, they'd get me, you know, they give me a few nice things. And I was like, listen, I don't want anything for my birthday. All I want is for you to pay for real estate school. Cause I had no money. Like I, I had no money. So my mom obviously was incredibly excited about that. It was not a career field that I necessarily wanted to go in. Um, but it was one that I was willing to fall into because nothing else seemed to be working. So, um, Called them up uh, from February to June. I went to school, took my test, actually failed the test three times. So it was the fourth time that I took the real estate test that I passed it. And uh, I, I think that was a bit of arrogance on my part because I thought that just because I'd grown up around it, I didn't need to study, didn't need to do any of that stuff. I would just pass the test. So it took me four attempts. Um, and then when I got my license, you talk about my first deal, I... I actually went through my Facebook friend list at the time it was probably about 15, 1600 people. And I messaged every single one of them to let them know that I'd gotten my real estate license. And a guy named Luke Harden, who funny enough, we now actually, we work out at the same gym. We go to the same church. Uh, Luke was like, you know what, man, I'm going to give you a shot. Cause like me and my wife are looking to buy our first house. And like, I'd love to help one of my buddies out. And we started looking like 20 days later, went under contract on a house uh, and then closed about 30 days later. So it was, um, you know, that, that initial effort of saying, I'm not going to, I'm not going to leave anybody untouched. I'm going to message every single person in my friend list to make sure that they know I've gotten my real estate license. So this is interesting because uh, I've, I've experienced personally when I first started building my side business, this, um, uh, almost like a failure to launch. And, and what I mean by that is it's like you did all of the work, but you're afraid to like tell anybody. You messaged 1,500 people. <laughs> what, what, where did you get the, the, that sounds like one of those first kind of pillars of your authenticity today. Where did you get that level of courage after you know, getting your license, because I'm going to tell you, you probably run across people like this all the time. They'll get their license. They have done all the work, but you talk to them a year later and you're like, Hey, Chris, good job. How many deals have you done? And you're like, you know, Bob, I, uh, and, uh, and yeah, you know, right. Like they got all the excuses in the world. Where did you get that gumption to go? I'm hitting all 1500 people. Where did you, where did that come from in you? 
So to be completely transparent and completely honest, it was because when I was, when I was in ministry, um, my exit from ministry was one of, when I say I made bad decisions, like I made very poor decisions, like um, ruined, ruined my ability to be a pastor again. Like, I mean, like completely ruined that. And I had an identity crisis. All of that fall apart, fell apart for me because from when the point I was like 16, 17 years old, that was all I ever planned to do. So when I made, when I made those decisions that, that made that crumble onto itself. And then when I got into the bar industry, like I fell off a cliff as far as my lifestyle was concerned. Like um, I started drinking into and like, started drinking entirely too heavy, uh, got into drugs, um, got in, got into women, like as, as much as I could, like, it was just a huge, huge problem in my life. And over the course of that two and a half to three years that I was bartending, like my life went from being very well structured on a very positive trajectory to all of a sudden, like hitting rock bottom incredibly quick. So when I got my real estate license, in a lot of ways, like my reputation amongst a lot of my peers had already been shot. I had already hit, in my mind, what was rock bottom, like things were awful. And I had this overwhelming fear that I was just going to stay there, that that was where my life was going to be for the rest of my life. So for me, like messaging 1500 people was like, if I don't do this, then I'm gonna stay. I'm I'm gonna be right where I'm at, and I was so uncomfortable with the thought of staying in that same place that it did not matter what people thought of. And the other thing was, I already knew people didn't think great things of me, so it was like, you know what? I'm gonna go message every single person, and if there's anybody that's willing to, you know, place a bet on me um, and and work with me on a deal, then you know that that's my way out of where I'm at right now. So that was kind of where my mindset was. And I think for a lot of people getting started, they have an aspiration to do something, but they don't have like a fear of remaining the same. Wow. And I think that fear of remaining the same has to be greater than, than what you aspire to. Because if you're afraid of staying where you're at, then you're going to be willing to do whatever it takes to mm. get out of where you're at. Thank you so much for checking out this clip. Stay tuned so that you can make sure that you grab the full episode when it is released coming soon. Subscribe, like, and share today. Hey, Side Business Pros, I'm happy to announce that today you can go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com and you can register for some of our more relevant topics that we are covering right now in webinar format. That's right. So if you go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now, you can register for our webinar of the four mistakes high achieving employees make when building a side business. That's right. I want to cover the stuff that I wish somebody would have told me. You can go there right now. Go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Register for the actual webinar. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to cover all four and show you how to avoid them. But more importantly, some things you can do on the back end. So go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Let's get back to the show.